Welcome to this week's Henchmen of Comics. I'm Alex Eschback. I'm Matt Golden. And this week, we're going to be talking about the sci-fi television series, Happy. Yes, I did all the research on the song Happy by the Rolling Stones on their magnum opus, XL on Main Street, that they recorded in France. And I looked up a bunch of Rolling Stones facts that are not going to be useful in this today. So... He's trying to seem cool, really. He just listened to Happy by Pharrell over and over again. (laughs) I did, in all actuality. It's got way more plays on my Spotify than the Rolling Stones. Just that one song. But this show, it's based off the Grant Morrison, Derek Robertson comic. And we're going to be talking about the television series, the pilot episode that just aired on Sci-Fi this week. As always, there will be spoilers for the show and some spoilers for the comic as well. Yes, we're not going to try and give away the ending as Mr. Right on Track Alex is going to... Let you guys all know, he's not going to let me veer off track, hardly at all. He's just going to keep me talking about Christopher Maloney and Christopher Maloney only. Yeah, Happy is a series in a comic about a former detective turned hitman who is a drunk, an abusive drunk, not in the sense that he abuses others, but in the sense that he abuses himself. And he is a disgrace, but he's effective at what he does. He's a beautiful disgrace. Yeah. And his name is Nick Sachs. That's kind of important as well. Nick Sachs. And his name as, is not happy. <laughs> as Matt mentioned, he's played by Christopher Maloney in the show. Yes, which I know that you are all at home and you're listening, so you can't see anything. But I'm going to show Alex a very beautiful picture of me cosplaying as a wonderful character played by Christopher Maloney in one of our favorite movies of all time, What Hot American Summer. Here you go, Alex. Yeah, Matt pulled off the Gene costume for What Hot American Summer, which is who Christopher Maloney played in the movie in the series. Most people probably know him from his stint on Law and Order as well, which he's played a detective on there for a long time. Yeah, if you've got sensitive uh, ears, cover them now, because in this picture I'm holding a bottle of dick cream, and we are about to be talking about a bunch of fellatio. Yeah, this show is uh, not meant for children. Low jobs. Or kids at all. So Low jobs. Any younger listeners or parents around them you might want to turn away now. Or teach them what a blowjob is. It's rated TVMA, uh, I'd assume. Blowjob. Or it said before the show, the broadcast said it was rated TVWTF, which really is understandable. Oh, yeah. This show is all over the place. It is gratuitously violent. It is extremely enjoyable. It is over the top. And it has lots of fellatio. It's one of those things to where, speaking of fellatio, I never thought (laughs) that the comic would or the show would open like the comic. And the comic... It opens with this guy in a roach costume getting a blowjob from a prostitute in an angel outfit, and he's about to kill her by hitting her on the head with a hammer when two of the Scaramucci brothers, brothers, yeah, Scaramucci two brothers, brothers bust in and try and shoot him, and Nick Sachs walks in and ends up killing all of them because it was easier just to schedule a hit for three guys in one place instead of trying to do three separate hits. Pretty clever. And I was like, there's no way it's going to open the show like that. And I was right. It didn't open the show like that. It was like four minutes in. <laughs> exactly. They still included that incredible scene. Thank God they did that because I, I was honestly worried. I was like, ah, are they going to stray away from this brutal comic and, and you know, play it a little softer? I know it's a serious subject, so they're going to hit hard with it. But I did not realize how hard they were going to hit with it. 
Yeah, and it's one of those Rock things. Hard. I was kind of worried that Grant Morrison's voice would be lost. He's one of my favorite comic book writers. He's written a he's written a lot of great stuff for Batman, Doom Patrol, a lot, written a lot of influential works over the years. Swamp Thing, Spawn, Wonder Woman, X Men, Superman. Yeah, he's he's had runs on all of those great little run on Hellblazer too that I really enjoyed. Oh, I was just uh, naming uh, comic book heroes that I like. <laughs> <laughs> but Grant Morrison actually gets a screenplay credit for the pilot episode. And even though there were some changes for the book, the changes still felt very much like in his voice and in his tone. Yeah. So if you aren't familiar with Happy the comic book, it is only six issues long. So that means it is less than 200 pages. So there's not a lot they're basing an entire television show off of. And I think this first episode kind of wraps up the first issue, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it closes about where the first issue closes. But really, we're kind of missing what sets this whole thing apart. Sure, it's got... Blowjobs? Yeah, it's got <laughs> that. And it's got a deadbeat detective who's an alcoholic. We've seen this before. But what makes this different is that this detective is visited by the title character, Happy. Oh, you're getting ahead of yourself, my friend. Yeah. We need to go back and talk about these two brothers and their other two brothers. And talk about that scene with the... With the blowjob a little bit more in detail because it is an amazing scene. Tell me it's not. No, it's a fantastic scene. I never thought it would happen in the uh, on the screen, especially on a network television show or not network, but a cable television show. It's not like HBO or Showtime or anything. But there was this great moment that couldn't have been included in the comics because the costume that the Hammer Killer is wearing is inflatable. So whenever Nick Sack shoots him. You hear this little costume deflating yes. off screen uh, after the bullet, which is just a great comedic moment. And there's, you know, while this sounds very serious and dark, it's a very funny show. Like, it's Offbeat and Kilter. It's directed by Brian Taylor, who was one half of the team that did Crank. So it's got that same sort of frantic en- energy, a lot of those jump cuts, that split screen with people looking at each other, too. It's, I mean, it's all over the place. It's fast, too. It's, so it's not like it's going to bore you with. Oh, here's this detective. He's really hard on his luck. Here's all this bad shit that's happening to him. Like it's it's super super fast paced. Yeah, and Matt mentioned the Scaramucci brothers earlier. Nick Zack was contacted to do, kill three of them. He kills three, but there was a fourth one there. The fourth one begs for his life and tells him that he would give him a password that would change everything. Nick Sachs turns down the offer of the password because it sounds like it'd be just too much work and too much trouble. The kind of thing people would kill him for. So the kid tries to shoot Sachs, doesn't kill him. Sachs shoots him. Kid falls out the window. And as he's dying to tell, or with his dying breath, he tells a detective about the password, but not what it is. And so now everybody thinks that Nick Sachs has his password in his after yep. him. That's what the whole premise of this entire show ends up being about. Or is this password? Does Nick know it? Are they going to be able to get it from him? And you see later on, you get to see, and they actually kept one of my favorite lines from the, from the comic book in there when they're going to torture Nick to get this password out of him. The guy that's going to torture him says he's going to, cut his dick in thin slices like salami, which is beautiful. It's just a beautiful, sweet image that really reminds me of Christmas. Yeah, this is a a Christmas tale too, but I'm going to jump back to what I talked about earlier, Happy. So when Nick eventually gets taken away to ambulance because the detective that finds him is corrupt and working with the Scaramucci family, and they want Nick alive to see if he has the password and what it is, and so they try to keep him alive, but as he's being taken away in an ambulance, he sees a cartoon 
flying blue unicorn above his head, floating and talking to him and begging for his help to come rescue a young girl named Haley. Yes, and this beautiful creature's name is Happy, played by the terrible, not funny ever Patton Oswalt. And Patton Oswalt did a fantastic job as Happy. <laughs> I think he really knocks this shit out of the park. Now, um, so Patton Oswalt, absolutely amazing. What do you think of, of Happy? Because Happy's a little different than the character in the comic book. Pretty much the same, but it's also slightly different. But some some major differences that I think they are able to do a I enjoyed they still very much kept the spirit of happy alive which is what makes this story work so well cuz it's this dark gritty story about this awful despicable person and then you just have this ray of sunshine essentially a disney cartoon type character who's always positive and never lets anything drag him down even when this imaginary friend is seeing or is having the worst possible event happen to the person he cares for most in Haley he's still upbeat and positive and is assured that they're going to get out of any situation no matter what you can do it nick you're a real swell guy and just for anyone curious nick hates happy oh with a passion yeah and there's some again there's some great comedic scenes where nick is talking to happy and someone else is in the room and they think that nick is crazy and losing it which also kind of fits like and they're not really surprised because that's just kind of how nick is they think he's this (laughs) beaten down person yeah exactly the cast itself is kind of small for the first episode. Yeah, it's pretty limited. Uh, there's not a whole lot of characters, but it's just kind of getting to know Nick and Happy. Yeah, and it's like that in the comic, too. It's not a huge major cast of characters, either. It very much is mostly Nick and Happy. There is the detective, the female detective, Meredith. The young child, name? Haley, who was kidnapped, which yeah. is the other focal point of the entire story. And then there's very, very dirty Santa. Yes. Yeah, there's a creepy-looking Santa, and what I like about this is that this came out at perfect time. It's a Christmas story, but I think it'll go in that pantheon of, like, offbeat or darker Christmas stories like you have with, like, Die Hard, Bad Santa, things like that. Yeah, where do you put this among those? I mean, it's hard to tell. It's only been the pilot episode. The comic itself, I would put above all of them. Is this your, your favorite dark comic Christmas tale? Yeah, I think that's a very niche genre right there. <laughs> it's definitely my <laughs> yeah. top five, for yeah. sure. But, I mean, it might be my favorite Grant Morrison book, too. Oh, that's high praise. That's high praise. Yeah, is I think the series runs for six or seven episodes, so it's a very short run. And I think that's right. Like Matt is it mentioned, really that short? Yeah. That's bullshit. Like Matt mentioned, it's uh Let me talk to Mr. Morrison right away. Comic. Uh, and I think they really captured the tone. Are you, is there anything that you're hoping for in the rest of the series? I hope that it is actually renewed for a second season, just to see where these creators and writers would take it uh, past where Grant Morrison did and maybe get, obviously, some inf- input from him. But the original story is so great, I hope it sticks to it pretty close like it has already. But I hope they continue with it and give us another tale of, of happy in the future. So you'd want a second season? I would. I know that that... I mean, I don't want to give anything too much away, but I know that that would be a little difficult uh, given some plot points, and I want everything to pretty much stay the same. Season two could be a number of things. It doesn't even have to be a sequel, necessarily. It can be a prequel of, of sorts. Yeah, it's one of those things to where I, if they wrap it up, it's just a miniseries. Cool. I'm perfectly happy with that. That's how the comic ended. Totally and, fine with that. Uh, I'm on the fence about like it being renewed. But I would still watch it if it was renewed. I, I like the character Nick Sachs. I like Happy and like to see where they would go with it, like you said. Okay, cool. 
anything else that you want to add about Happy or Christopher Maloney or the way that I look in that Christopher Maloney getup? I mean, your Eugene cosplay was spot on. I'm curious as to what con that was for since it was a cosplay. Uh, that was actually for a Halloween event. It wasn't even for an event. We were just going out and drinking and partying. And I took home fifth place in a costume contest that I did not enter. But did you lose to four other Eugenes? No, I sadly did not. I lost. So is this a show that you're going to keep watching? Like, Hell yeah. Okay. More so than any other comic book show, I'm going to be watching this one religiously weekly. I like The Gifted. I haven't kept up with it through where it's at currently. What the hell else is that right now? Inhumans pff, farted Humans, off right on that Punisher, one. Punisher, Runaways. Runaways, I've watched the first couple episodes. Um, haven't caught up with it weekly. Haven't started Punisher yet. We'll be doing that very soon. Yeah, I think Happy kind of has that immediacy to it in a way because it's a Christmas story. We're in December right now, so you kind of want to watch it as well, too. But I do think this would be a great series to be binge. Like, when it's all said and done, it's one I would definitely recommend people to watch in one sitting. Yeah, it'll probably make a little bit more sense. It'll flow a little bit better. And if you're anybody that likes anything that's dark and fucked up and funny, this is the perfect fucking show for you because that's everything that this show entails. And it's going to encapsulate that in every single fucking episode. It's going to be amazing. Watch this shit. Yeah. It, I mean, I will be watching this show week to week, but I don't know if it's my favorite comic show of the year, but we'll get into that later. Yeah. Look forward to it. We're going to have a recap of everything 2017 comic books, movies, TV shows, the whole shebang. We'll have a top 10 list. It's going to be the fucking greatest. Look forward to it. Mark your calendars for whenever we tell you later. <laughs> Mark your calendars for an undecided date. So scale of one to 10, what do you give the pilot episode? Oh, like eight and a half. That thing was solid. I'm about at a seven right now. I still really liked it. I liked it a lot. I think just because it's one of my favorite comics of all time that has like an extremely high bar for me, but I wasn't disappointed. Like I can't, point out anything that I didn't dislike about it. So I think just because I have that comparative material. Well, for their two lead characters, I mean, it doesn't get any better. The support cast leaves a little to be desired, yeah. sure. But, but they don't have a lot to work with. No. Uh, <laughs> There's like no other characters. In and this. Maloney was perfect casting for that role. Couldn't have been better. Yeah. For like the drunk who doesn't really know where he's at. I yeah. love it. Well, I think that about wraps it up for this week's Henchman of Comics. As always, you can email us at henchmanofcomics at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagrams, the Twitters, the Facebooks. Subscribe to us or subscribe to your podcast. Review us there too, please, if you would. If you have any questions, send us those emails. Uh, send us a direct message. You can slide right into our DMs. We'd love that. But for the Henchman of Comics, I'm Alex Eschbach. I'm happy the horse, 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 of course. Henchman ain't easy.